Welcome to the Playful Spirituality Podcast, a place to reconnect to spirit, to reclaim your unbridled wildness, and to bring you home to you. I'm Cara Viana, and I'm honored to be on this adventure with you. This is a place to discover your magic and your superpowers. And yes, you definitely have them. It's designed to tap you into the unconditional love and support flowing to you and to help you access that wild, unbridled joy that we so often lose touch with. You can expect all sorts of resources from spiritual and practical tools and teachings to guided meditations and energy healing. We'll have some special guests and even some live readings. This show is for all of us who are humaning to help you navigate this ride of life. If you are open to a little more support, more ease, a broader connection to the universe and to yourself, then stay tuned and find out what might be possible with an infusion of playful spirituality. Here we go. First podcast from the new house in Maui. And I got to take a second to paint the picture for you because it is so exquisitely peaceful in the house right now. We just had our very, very first rain. So we've been here like, oh, three weeks tomorrow. So our first little shower just breezed through and everything got so peaceful. So right now there's a fan on, all the windows are open. Both of our little dogs are sprawled out asleep on the big giant bed. I, however, am sitting on the floor of the closet (laughs) to get good sound quality. And, um, because Hawaii is very loud. There's a lot of birds and a lot of insects all the time, and I love it so much. So hmm, I'm excited for a conversation with you. I've been having the most delightful time off. (laughs) And uh, I was going to say forced time off, but really not. So just a shout out to my brilliant, exquisite, genius body and yours as well. And a reminder how I I talk about this a lot, that they're always working for us and never against us. And it was a huge move to do, um, completely different than a normal move where you, you know, put your stuff in boxes, load the boxes into a truck, drive to the new place, um, because of course we're shipping everything across an ocean and halfway across a continent and, and three pets and vehicles and belongings and all the things. And so there was a lot of stress to navigate or, well, yeah, in, in all of that, a lot of project management the last couple of months. And I was looking forward to slowing down once I got here. But you know how when you're really, you've been, you've been kind of going at a pace uh, to go from like a hundred to zero can be a pretty aggressive, like it requires an (laughs) e-brake, you know? (laughs) So we got here and then there was still a lot to do. Um, And so I went from like a hundred to 50, you know, I slowed down a lot, but not as much as I was really wanting because I'd been going there was a lot. And so my body, because she's a genius, was like, no problem. I got this. And she pulled the e-brake and we got a cold. 
And as soon as I woke up with this sore throat and I thought, oh, well played. <laughs> well played, body. Because here I'd been saying, we'd been here a couple days. We've been trying to, um, mind you, there was no belongings for the first two weeks we were here, except what we had brought over in the um, uh, 10 suitcases. My mom was here with us because she came to help us bring the pets because we had three pets to bring in the cabin, which was quite a feat, two days worth of travel. And um, I kept feeling like, gosh, all I want to do is snuggle up on a big couch with a soft blanket and watch a movie. Do you know that feeling of like unplugging into a story? I just wanted to snuggle up and unplug. And I've been saying that for days, but there's no couch. There's no TV. Um... You know, there's the blankets that we brought to go on the air mattress or camping pads that we'd been sleeping on. <laughs> so this, like, getting really snuggled in was, like, not really available to us. We went out and bought some outdoor furniture because um, we knew we didn't have any, we, you know, was one of the things we were going to need to get. So we went ahead and got some outdoor furniture and we brought, we I set it up and we put it in the living room so that it felt like there was at least something to sit on. So we were all kind of fighting over this little outdoor love seat because it was the the only place to like really recline <laughs> and get cozy and all three of us got sick. And, uh, so there was a lot of snuggling and, and the, if you can imagine the three of us sitting on this outdoor furniture, eating on these, um, with our like camping cookware <laughs> in the living room with the laptop propped up, trying to like be snuggly and sick as we're all trying to watch movies on a tiny little laptop screen. And it was, it was pretty sweet. <laughs> pretty uh what's a good adjective it was beautiful and comical and uh also I got to slow down I got to really slow down and just um be in the spaciousness and see if maybe there was like one thing a day so I wanted to paint a little picture for you and um in that time I got to really unplug I unplugged from the doingness of things. And I'm always really clear in setting up the expectations in my business that I have, that I set some, some capacity for myself to do that. Sometimes it takes, <laughs> takes my body helping me <laughs> by getting sick to get me to actually rest. But the expectation within my business is there. I have never and I will never promise that this is a weekly podcast. Most weeks it is, but I will never say that because I know there's going to be times where I don't feel like doing it, where I need or want the spaciousness. I'll never promise that I put out a weekly email or um, uh, anything like that other than within the context of my group programs. Um, there is much freedom in the expectations of what I put out. And I love that. So it was so nice to be able to say, ah, I can just stop so many of these things and, and truly unplug. And I'm excited to say that in that slowdown and in that unplug, the passion and the enthusiasm, the creativity that was ignited in me feels really good. I'm starting to get my energy back and we weren't, you know, scary sick. It was just a cold and um, just enough to get me to slow down, just enough to be exhausted and 
chill out. <laughs> and in all of that, there was so much inspiration that started to flow to me. Things I want to do, things I want to say and bring into the world. And, and I love, I have learned, let me say that differently. I have learned to love. And now I love the space of, do you know this point in the creative process where it's very clear you aren't meant to do anything yet. You're in a space of no action, which means you're in a space of pure idea. So there's this incredible permission and openness for ideas to flow without you, or in this case, me, getting in the way and muddling it up with this like, great, then I've got to act, 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 do the action. So here I am sick, knowing full well that I'm not doing anything. I'm not bringing any, any, anything into the world. I'm not putting any whatever, um, any effort that I am going to be putting into is the things that are already rolling. So that was completely off the table and all the ideas that were flowing in were just the pure joy of living the ideas. So I was in that really fun place of like pure creativity. And one of the things that I am clear is coming through in the near future at some point here, um, and this has been coming up for a while, so it's fun to see that we're getting closer to it. Um, it's getting closer to the energetic right time for it is going to be a series on um, a, a course on manifestation, on allowing in your desires. And so, so much more of that was channeling through during my meditations. And I was getting really excited about bringing it to you because it feels really fun. So the impulse, the inspiration, the prompting from my higher self has been to have these conversations with you in this episode and maybe the next couple, and I think, <laughs> we'll see, about um, touching on a couple of little points around manifestation. And the first one that is stuck in my craw right now is, I think we could say, stop creating what you don't want. And I'll tell you the thing that really um, pushed my button a little bit. I'm, I'm constantly surprised that I see this a lot in the spiritual community. Um, but it, but it's, it's a pretty common, <laughs> I mean, everywhere, it's this really common thing you see. Pretty, actually, like it's one of the societal stories that we love. Like we love this story. Um, partly because it's a victim story and we love our victim stories because we feel like they validate us. And partly because um, I think maybe we just love the drama of it. Perhaps that's part of it. So the story is the world's a shitty place and it's a terrible time to be alive and things are the worst they've ever been. <laughs> or some maybe less dramatic version of that. Boy, I see this all the time, especially in, I see it in marketing and sales. You're not going to hear me say that. <laughs> it's, it's, and, and I understand why, right? 
I understand why. It's just like the beauty industry or the health and wellness industry being like, you're so fat, let us fix it. You're so ugly, let us fix it. Here, we'll fix that for you. Um, and so it's the same thing. Like, this is a horrible time to be alive. Everything is terrible. Let us fix it for you. You can see why this is such a compelling victim story. Do you know what I mean by that? Like, when we say this is a terrible time to be alive, what, what's the energy with that? People think we're just stating a fact. But, like, fucking based on what? Have you studied? I mean, probably sucked to be alive during World War II. It probably sucked to be alive during um, the plague. It probably sucked to be alive in, like, the Dark Ages. I don't know. Did you enjoy when we lived in caves and, you know, couldn't find food? And, like, there were hard parts about being alive in any point in time. And here we are and we're like, oh my God, life is so hard because we have social media and we have to compare ourselves to people and it's so bad. <laughs> and don't get me wrong, we all have that time. I mean, I fall into it sometimes too. I'm like, this is so hard and it's fine. It's totally fine. But when that happens, please, 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 please contain it to... Contain the story just enough that you're saying, I feel like everything sucks today or right now, which is very different than saying everything sucks. Can you feel the difference between the empowerment and the victimhood in that? Everything sucks. The world is a terrible place to be. Oh my gosh, it's so, it's so dangerous and it's so awful and da 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 and what happens is, think about this, right? Like, step back for a second. It's kind of shocking. A whole collective full of people saying this bullshit. And, and you might be arguing with me, and that's fine. It's not bullshit, Kara. Okay, sure. But a whole collective full of people saying this. Can you see what the energy would be of that? Like, how much power there is in that? And what would happen if we had a whole collective full of people saying, this is a beautiful time to be alive? Maybe what if they said this is the best time there's ever been to be alive? And you don't even have to go that far. If that feels like too much of a stretch, maybe you could just say, I fucking wanted to be here. Because I'm here. I came. My soul was excited enough about doing this that I chose this time to be alive. How cool is that? And maybe that feels hard on some days. I get that. That's fine. When we let our victim story get big, meaning become this like defining thing in our lives, then it sort of begins to have power over us. And there can be some benefits in us letting ourselves, I'm a big fan, big, big fan of the tantrum and the pity party and our being in our victimhood can let us feel those feelings and get them out. But all of that is really healthy when we do it in a temporary way. You don't want to maintain tantrum energy all the time. That would be 
um, not very productive, not very healthy, really pretty detrimental to your nervous system. You want to be able to move it through you. That's why tantrum is so beautiful. And so sometimes we want to be able to move grief or we want to be able to move um, fear through us. And so if we can call up that victimhood, that, oh, poor me, that um, things are terrible, it can bring those feelings for us up and out. So there can be some real benefit in that. You can let us have the emotion, have the feeling, let it move through. But once we start trying to validate it, and prove it, once we hold on to it for any length of time, and heaven forbid we actually go out and try to find other people who are also marching and saying, the world is a terrible place, and we're going to talk about it all the time, and we're going to broadcast it all the time, we're going to believe it, and we're going to find evidence of it, and blah, 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 blah. Well, we're all just trying to make, in that, what we're doing is trying to make a shitty, horrible, awful, dangerous, sad, broken world. And you know who's not trying to do that? You know who's trying to do something completely different? Your higher self. And when you and your higher self are going in different directions, you've got major misalignment happening and it feels like shit. So do you feel like shit because the world is a terrible place? Or do you feel like shit because you're thinking that the world is a terrible place and your higher self is thinking, this is the greatest experience ever. And in that disconnect is discord, is you feeling terrible, is misalignment and you feeling terrible. And I cannot create for you. Or I would have already created the most amazing world ever. <laughs> But I can create for me, and you can create for you. And what's the world that you want to create? And I want to clarify something in all of this, because I do get real touchy when I hear manifestation or law of attraction teachers talking about how you have to be so careful with your words. And there's a misnomer in that. If you say 10 times the world's a terrible place, are you making the world a terrible place? Well, a little bit, not so much, probably not. You're shifting your perspective and you're seeing it in a way that makes everything seem pretty crappy. And if you maintain that for long enough, Law of attraction will begin to respond to that energetic vibration and it will begin to show you evidence of the vibration you have going on. It will show you things that match your vibration. So if you imagine you're marching around outside and you're like, everything sucks, everything sucks, I'm so cranky. And then you got that going for a really long time and then you start coming across people as you're, as you're marching around your neighborhood or, or the mall or well, I don't know, wherever you're walking around in this fake scenario. And the people that are really in a good mood are going to steer away from you. Sorry. True. 
but under your breath, you're like, everything sucks, everything sucks, everything sucks. And you walk past some other person, they're like, everything, and they look over and they're like, yeah, everything sucks. And you're like, yeah, that's kind of what it's like. So you're just magnetizing to you the things that are similar to you. And maybe right now at this point, you're like, okay, but what about all the people in my life that are constantly telling me how crappy things are? And man, I hear you. It is challenging to try to stay positive if you are surrounded by a lot of negativity. But remember, if you want to get really strong muscles and you start going to the gym and you're doing like bicep curls and leg curls, but you're not putting any weight on the machines, it's going to be a much slower build than if you actually put some weight on there, if there's some resistance. The muscle that you're going to develop is going to be way bigger and way stronger with a little bit of resistance or maybe a lot of resistance. So when you look around at all those people in your life that are like, everything sucks, blah, 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 all the time, you can think about them as being like really heavy weights. Oh, can I curl this 50 pound dumbbell? I don't know. But if I can, I'm really going to be really strong. And maybe 50 pounds is too much the first day at the gym. Maybe you actually need to limit your interaction with those really negative people for a little while while you start to build up that muscle. Maybe they're people you can cut out of your life. I don't know. Maybe you can start bringing a little bit of positivity and see what happens over time. Over time, I've watched a lot of negative people become positive people because I practiced bringing a positive vibration. And I was doing it for me. If you're trying to do it to like forcibly change another person, uh, it doesn't work so good. But I was doing it for me because I was really trying to practice these curls. But sometimes you have to limit that interaction or sometimes you have to ask people, uh, sometimes I have to ask my partner, can you not tell me about the news for a little while, please? Can you not tell me I need a break from this topic? (laughs) Because I'm really out of alignment around it. And I need a chance to pull my energy back and get into alignment around it. Because right now I'm creating what I don't want. Right now I'm creating what I don't want. Right now I'm looking at this and thinking how terrible it is. And that's not what I want to be creating. And I need to bring myself into a place of alignment so that I can be putting my vote, my energetic vote towards what I want. So what if 20% of the time, 20% more, whatever it is, What percentage? If you could give a percentage to how often are you thinking, because remember, law of attraction doesn't care if it's words or thoughts. It's vibration. It's vibration that, that matters. How often are you thinking that the world's kind of a crap place or that it's a terrible time or that things are horrible in the world? How often are you feeling that? And what do you think would happen if 20% of the time more you thought that things were pretty freaking amazing in the world? And maybe it's only 20% of the time. Maybe it was 0% of the time that you thought that before. 
Or maybe it was like 60% of the time, you're really feeling like the world's a great place. Or even 80% of the time, what would happen if 20% more? Like, really think about that for a second. What do you think would happen? Now, I'm going to ask you a third time. (laughs) Because what I'm trying to get you to do is think about it enough that it evokes a sensation in your body. A physical response or an emotional response. So think about it some more with me. Practice with me, please. What would it be like if 20% more of the time you felt like the world was a wonderful, incredible, beautiful, positive, joyful, magical place? And if in thinking about that right now, you felt something. You felt a little emotion shift. You felt a little movement in your body of some sort, some little something. That was manifestation. That was your sign. That was the indicator that you just shifted something in your vibration and law of attraction felt it. Because it always does. The universe can feel you. So. You can say it and say it and save it in your head. And it, whatever point it hits in your body is when you know that the vibration has changed. Perspective has shifted. Your perspective is maybe the most important thing. Are you looking at your body like it's amazing or are you looking at your body like it's a big pain in the butt? (laughs) Are you looking at your family like they're wonderful or like they're a chore? What's the perspective? What's the story that you're telling? So I listened one time, you know who Louise Hay is. Yes, Louise Hay is, um, oh one of the most incredible souls. And, um, I listened to an interview with her once, or sorry, it was a, a radio show. It was a radio show on Hay House Radio. And people were calling in to ask her a question. And this woman called in and she began to ask Louise Hay a question in order to ask the question. She had to explain like, this is what's going on. But Luis would not let her get a word in that was negative. Not a word. As soon as the woman started to explain this and this and this, she said, that's the story. And that's not what you want to create. So don't tell it to me that way. And the woman just couldn't get it. She was getting so frustrated because she would start to say two words and Luis would go, nope, ah, nope, that's a story. Nope. Ah, she was, it's... <laughs> It's like if you have this really well-trodden path and Luis was standing in the path and she wouldn't let the woman go down the path. She's like, I will not let you continue to create this. Not on my watch. Not right here. And it was almost painful to listen to. It went on for quite some time. The woman was frustrated, but she was really trying because she desperately wanted to get Luis's take on this thing, right? She, she knew she was sitting at the feet of a master, at the feet of a, an incredible wise woman. And what Louise Hay was showing her was, all you have to do is be willing to tell a different story. 
be willing to shift. And you know that phrase, fake it till you make it? Well, in manifestation, the phrase would be, fake it until your vibration begins to respond and then law of attraction shows you evidence of the new vibration and then you see the evidence and now this is true for you. Because if your regular story is the world is a terrible place, I guarantee you have concrete, solid evidence of that. Because you've been saying it for a long time and so Law of Attraction has been showing it to you. What would it be like if Law of Attraction was showing you evidence of the world being an amazing place, an incredible, full of magic place, a full of possibility place, a joyful place, a place that you love to be? There are people living all kinds of lives in this world. And most of these people are just reacting to circumstances around them. They're reacting based on the way that their parents did it. They're reacting based on the way that they've always done it, the way that society does it. But guess what? You don't have to do that. You don't have to react the way that society does. You don't have to react the way the people around you do. You don't have to react the way that you've been doing it. That's what's created the life you're living. And if you want it to stay the same, that's cool. You can do that. If you would like to see it shift in any way positive, then by all means, let's practice a new thing. And maybe you're listening to this and you're like, yeah, 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 yeah. I already know this shit, Kara. <laughs> okay. So I have something for you specific. I double dog dare you to pretend that I just went with a fine tooth comb through your life and told you, oh, honey, I found some areas you could clean up. I'm not going to tell you where they are, but there are some real Easter eggs in there. If you can find those, if you can find those Easter eggs, if you can clean those up, then you are in for a future beyond your wildest, 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 wildest dreams. Would it be worth it? Would you go on that Easter egg hunt? Or do you want to sit back and say, I already know all this stuff. I, I live a good life and I already put it into place. Because I could say that. I could say, yeah, yeah, I know this stuff. I'm a really positive person. You've hung out with me. I'm a really positive person. Yeah. But I guarantee there is room. There is space. There are things I could clean up. And I'm going to be doing it. I'm so excited. I've been practicing. <laughs> been practicing a bunch of these different tools and techniques. And I'm so excited to play with them with all of you because I know when we do this class, however it's going to be, this series, whatever it is, I'm going to be playing right along with you. And I'm going to be playing up until that point while I'm in the creation mode of it. And I can't even imagine what other magical, amazing things are going to happen in my life as I'm sitting in my glorious new house in Maui. <laughs> I can't tell you how much of my life I spend pinching myself and going, wow, this is, okay, not really, I don't actually pinch myself, but that, that feeling, you know, like pinch me, is this really my life? I was just sharing with my sister today that there's this constant theme in my life of coming up to speed with my manifestations. 
where something, I will call something incredible into my life, way bigger than I ever dreamed of. I'm not a very big dreamer, you guys. I'm, I'm not very good at big dreaming, if, if, if I'm being honest with you. So I manifest these things, not even very much on purpose a lot of the time. And then I have to get up to speed with it. <laughs> so something incredible will happen. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, what? This is, I have that much love. I have that much um, joy. I have that, what? This is, it, and it expands my capacity. And then my nervous system has to catch up. Is it okay? Is it okay to live in this new state of abundance? Is it okay to live with this much love, with this much joy? Is it okay to have this much connection or this much whatever? And the normal, <laughs> sometimes human thing would be that in that circumstance, what we do is we mess it up. Not, not usually that we mess up so much that we like get rid of the great thing we manifested, although sometimes, right? There's this, that whole phenomenon about lottery winners losing their money within two years being back to exactly where they were. But most of the time what we do is we just dull it down a little bit. So something really amazing happens. Like we, we get to go on a cruise with our family or, um, you know, we fall in love and, and the person is wonderful. And then we go like, mm, is this really okay? Can I really let myself feel this. Is this really? Meh? And so then we start to look for things that are crappy. Uh, I don't know. He has really hairy feet. Yeah, I'm, I'm in this great new relationship, but mm, he has really hairy feet. And like, it's kind of a long commute for us to see each other. So, you know, and, but think about it. This is how we tell people stuff. Listen to the stories of how you tell people things. Does the story go, oh, I just made this move to Maui. The flight was so stressful. The trip was so stressful. We finally got here and then we got sick. It's been exhausting. I've been sleeping on a camping pad for four weeks. My neck is out. My ribs are out. I haven't found a chiropractor yet. I hurt, it hurts every time I stand up. Everything is more expensive and we're kind of worried about how expensive it is. And we're got to buy a bunch of stuff and we're having a hard time. And there's bugs in the house and they got to call an exterminator, but they're weeks out. And Right? Is that the story that I'm telling? Or is the story that I'm telling, we got here and it was a lot. And man, I'm proud of us. Really proud of us. In fact, actually, we navigated that really beautifully. My project management skills have never been so helpful in an everyday life kind of setting. And then we got here and then my brilliant body got sick and we got to snuggle and watch movies. And we're acclimating and the island has been wrapping its arms around us. And we're slowly, slowly, slowly starting to feel a little bit more grounded and our belongings came and nothing was broken. And now the house feels really good with the furniture in it. And we're starting to explore. And I've got this great opportunity to practice. Am I going to feel in victim mode? about this bug manifestation in the house. I mean, infestation. <laughs> Was that a really Freudian slip or what? <laughs> about this manifestation of a bug infestation in the house and feel really victim-y to it. 
mm, I think it's a really good opportunity for me to play in not sliding into victim mode. What a great thing I've manifested here. Because I could just share the hard stuff. Yeah, we have struggles and challenges and fears. Of course we do. And if I shared those, maybe it would make me seem more relatable. So that's kind of cool. But would I be amplifying the brilliant, incredible possibilities in the future? Or would I be amplifying the things that I don't really want so much? And I'm just like you. I get caught up in both. I get caught up in both, I promise. I get caught up in telling my friends like, oh, this sucks. And I get caught up in talking about how great things are. You can create an amazing life and still have moments where you're like, everything sucks. I promise you. (laughs) I promise. The good part is your higher self is also attracting on your behalf. So even in the times when you're like, man, life sucks, life sucks, the world sucks, everything's terrible. And I do it too. Your higher self is not doing that. Your higher self is calling in this like amazing, incredible future beyond anything you've ever dreamed of. And the world is a beautiful place and it's full of opportunities and and there's more than you could ever even imagine. And they're all coming your way and they're all for you and everything is bending to the will of your desires. So imparting, I just want to leave you with Maybe this little sort of like radar that you might notice when people say things that are in that vein, everything is in peril and it's so terrible and it's so awful that you have this little ding, 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 maybe in the back of your head that goes, ah, my higher self disagrees with that person. And higher self disagrees. And maybe I don't have to live in the reality that they are creating. Maybe I can live in the reality I want to create. And the reality I want to create is that the world's a pretty amazing place. Full of people with a lot of love. And that it's always getting better. That as a society, we're constantly evolving and growing. And if you really want to take this and make something incredible out of it, grab a journal or sit down in meditation. Don't just rush off to the next thing once this ends. But actually take a minute to write down or think about, go on that Easter egg hunt. Where are the areas in my life when I commonly fall into negative story? Where I fall into complaining or where I fall into looking at things and maybe the complaining isn't out loud, maybe it's in your head, but I fall into looking at things like they're in a negative way. Maybe I just feel scared or maybe I feel frustrated or whatever it is. Where do I commonly do that? And Is there anything I could do to support myself in shifting it? Is it when you look at social media? Maybe you need to cut back on social media. Or maybe you can go through and delete all the things you follow and only follow funny cat memes. 
not even joking. Is it when you watch the news? Is it when you get together with your friends? One of the things that I love to do, I think this is a really fun trick. So in your journal, if you've got it out, I want you to write down, write down five questions. Maybe it's three, whatever you want. That are fun for you to ask people that it would be hard for them to have a negative answer to. So for example, what has been delighting you lately? What is your favorite food and why? Do you enjoy nature? And if you do, what's like your favorite way to be in nature? And then as soon as they tell you, ask them to describe it. Ask them to describe it to you like you've never experienced it before. And the reason for that is not because we want to change other people. The reason for that is because if you're going to be around people and you are in a pattern of having conversations in a negative vein with them, because let's face it, it is fun to bitch and complain with each other. Just like it's fun to gossip. It's fun. Okay. It just makes us feel like shit afterwards. That's like, it's fun to eat an entire carton of ice cream. But then you probably have a stomach ache. So if you can practice ways to have these questions in your back pocket so that you can ease back a little bit on your pattern of having negative conversations, not because you need to make anybody else wrong or yourself, but just to make it a little easier on you to bring a little more positivity. And I want to hear if any of you try this, I want to hear if you actually play the game in conversation or you play the game and you're looking for where those things are in your life. Tell me, send me an email and tell me I played the game and these are the Easter eggs I found. And these are the things that I thought of that I could do to make it a little bit easier in my own life. I could set these things up to make it a little easier in my own life for those Easter eggs to be just a little less negative in the future. And I was shooting for 20%. I asked myself, what could I do to make this particular area that I usually fall negative around 20% less negative? What would I do to make it easier on myself? And here's what I came up with. Send it to me. Send it to me in an email. I promise to respond. Uh, Just I'm slow on email. So give me a few days. (laughs) All right, darlings. Thank you for playing with me today. More fun conversations to come. Thank you for listening. And honestly, thank you for being who you are in this world. Because it's important so much more than you realize. For those of you who are feeling inspired or curious or called to doing a little more work with me, our small group coaching intensive six-month program, Body Money Passion, is currently open for applications. We're only taking seven people for this group. So If you're interested, head over to the website or check the show notes below. Thank you for bringing all that you are to the world. If you enjoyed this, please share it with your friends. We would love, 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 love if you'd leave a review. 
and until next time, deepest bow of gratitude.